Realtor.com is making a stand for buyer representation, and you can too. Join Realtor.com in sharing the list of 111 things buyer's agents do. Visit Realtor.com slash buyer agent toolkit to help spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. This is Tracy Velt, Editor-in-Chief of Content for Realtrends. The Realtrends 500 data shows that there are a handful of brokerage owners who consistently achieve high growth year after year. These brokers were selected to be Realtrends game changers. Today, we're speaking with Michelle and Jay Macklin, co-owners of Platinum Living Realty in Arizona, to find out how they managed almost 128.2% growth between 2014 and 2018. Welcome, Michelle and Jay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Tracy. Yeah, and congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. It's always good to be recognized. (laughs) Absolutely. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your brokerage, when and how it got started. Yeah, I'll take this one. So we started, uh, of course, Michelle started in business back in, or real estate back in 2003, and I joined her in 2006. And then uh, 2010 came along, we kind of looked around and kind of thought, wow, we're paying a whole bunch of money to a company that we didn't really feel that we had, uh, we're getting, you know, um, well, we, we just decided at one point, we're like, look, we're, we're spending money, why don't we just open up our own brokerage, right? So we didn't understand what that entailed, we didn't understand what that looked like, we just wanted to do it for our team. And so we did that back in 2010, and then uh, we just started running our team. And, you know, kind of went along, kind of went along, and we kind of looked up, and we looked around, and we, God, we have 30 agents in our company at this point. We didn't even try, really, to do any kind of recruiting. And so we both were kind of looking at going, God, if we're, if we're going to do this, we really may need to make a, a valid attempt and make it worth our while, uh, meaning that we've got to be able to provide, you know, value and, you know, uh, make it a win-win for both of us and the agents. And so... Um, End of 2012, we got the uh, we got the idea to open up our own uh, Remax office, and so we bought a franchise, and then uh, that was in t- end of 2010 or 12, right? I think it was 2012. Um, and then yep. uh, just last August, we decided to uh, remove ourselves from the national brand and just went, went independent, and um, and then we're over a year into our independent uh, brokerage now. Okay, so that was great. kind of the start of it. Yeah, it didn't really yeah. work. You know, we didn't wake up and go, hey, let's run a brokerage. We just, you know, decided we were going to run our team, and um, that was it. Okay, so tell me, how many offices and agents do you have now? We have 157 agents, and we have, currently have four offices. Okay, great. So obviously achieving that type of growth over the past four years is incredible. So tell me about those years. Um, merge, did you have mergers and acquisitions, or you know, how much of your growth was organic? Yeah, I, uh, well, yeah, so we, we did, uh, we did uh, pick up some, some offices. We did have some M&A uh, with a couple offices. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the growth. Uh, it wasn't really that. It was more organic. We really decided at one point that – you know, the growth of any good brokerage is to have really good agents and have productive good agents. And at one point, uh, Michelle and I both made the conscious decision that I was not going to sell anymore. And so my fo- my sole job was going to be nothing but recruit and develop and coach and train agents based on systems and technology and leverage and all that good stuff. And so we really just focused on acquiring agents that we felt needed what we offered. And uh, it, it just was, uh, you know, rolled and rolled and rolled, and, and then it became more organic and more organic. And then, but I think a lot of it has to do with really good value that, that brokerages bring to the table. And unfortunately, there's a lot of brokerages out there that don't really provide 
really good relevant services and, and ways for agents to grow their business. They say they do or they, hey, we have this you know, beautiful suite of technology or systems out there, but when you really apply it to the agent's business, can you really go back and say, my agents grew their business X amount of percent because of our systems, because of our coaching, because of extra deals we gave them, appointments, leads, closings, technology, all that stuff. And then how does that look going forward? And so we really were uh, more... Uh, uh, detailed in understanding that if we really want to grow a brokerage, we have to provide relevant value to the agent. Just like the the agent has to provide relevance to the buyers and sellers, otherwise we become irrelevant. But um, we have to we have to elevate their experience in a way that helps them grow their business. Okay. Yeah. And, and Michelle, tell me a little bit about your responsibilities with um, within the company. So I run more of the back end phases of the company or the aspects of the company. I deal with a lot of the administration. I deal with the, um, all the financials. I run all the new office, uh, any of like, the real estate for the new offices, the design and construction of those offices. And I do still sell. Um, you know, with, I have a lot of past clients and, and repeat and referral business, so I do still sell, um, not full-time, but I do still have a base of clients that I work with. But for the most part in the company, I really do all the behind-the-scenes things. Um, I work a lot with uh, administrative and, and event planning with our managing broker. And let's see, what else do I do? Um, it just just, a, just kind of a myriad of things that come up on a daily basis. Um, you know, any of the company meetings, all, again, kind of the administration. So I always kind of say it's, with Jay and I, it's sort of a, a divided house where he's sales and marketing, and I'm more of the operations. So okay. it, it's, a, it's kind of a full circle to keep, you know, the wheel spinning. Yeah, definitely. Well, the benefit of that, you know, what's interesting about that is that we, you know, neither one of us want, want or are good at what, you know, each other person does. And so it's just organically kind of grew that way where we just kind of morphed into what she does. I morph into what I do, and it just really worked. Okay, yep. great. So uh, obviously, you know, you've been through some changes, and in every entrepreneur's life, there's an aha moment when you realized you needed to change the way you were doing things in order to scale or grow, or you needed to stop with your current business plan and get creative. What was that aha moment for you both? (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you address that. You know, ours was uh, looking at our model. Uh, Our aha was uh, just what I talked about earlier. It's, you know... Uh, when when businesses become homogenized, uh, you, you 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 live in this commoditized world, and and what happens is you you know being the same as everybody else doesn't help you. You have to be different. You have to be uniquely compelling, different to the to your consumer base and to your customer base. And so we l- really stood back and said, why do we exist? What are, what what services or what things do we provide that other brokerages can't do? And we just really focused on our uniques. We focused on our uh, our uh, you know ability to deliver uniques in a way that had true growth within an agent it wasn 't just this theater, th- theoretical you know hey, you come here and we want, we want to take you to the next level. If I hear that again i 'm just like, oh my god it 's not about taking it to the next level it 's about building a system and so what we focused on is we, we we looked at what the issue with most real estate agents have. most real estate agents have issues with systems, marketing, and implement, implementation. So we, co- we, we built our coaching and our systems around or our strategies around those five systems. And so it's kind of it, it, it's the framework of what we coach and train on, which helps uh, agents become more 
reliant on systems than on the market itself. Um, they, they get off the income roller coaster because they don't have to worry about you know, one pillar of business going away when the market shifts. And so it's, uh, it's all just system-based business building. Um, and our goal really is how do we create CEOs for these, these agents as their own, you know, create, build CEO positions for them in their own business. Like they become the CEO of their own business. And so it's all about systems and technology and marketing and everything. So that was really the aha moment for us. It was like if, we're not, if we stop nibbling around the edges and go all in, I think we can really build a great brokerage. But it's got to be it's got to be to the right market, it's got to be the right medium, and it's got to match the market. So our message has got to match the medium and the market. Okay, and yeah. and so let's get a little more specific about your growth. So you talked about really focusing on organic recruiting. Um, tell me a little bit about what specifically you changed or did, um, and a little bit about your culture as well. I'll talk about the recruiting. I'll let Michelle talk about the culture. But okay. really, when I say organic, uh, organic is just kind of a byproduct of really good systems. And so we got really, really uh, focused on recruiting. But I, I, you know, one of my other aha moments was what you know before when I was recruiting, it was about you know come to Platinum Living Realty or come to you know you know come to our company and join us and join us and join us. And then I realized. I, I become the same, right? I've, I've just commoditized my offering because it's the same message as everybody else. So instead of that, I decided, why don't we just give all of these great things to agents that are not necessarily in our company? We'll give them to our agents, of course, but we started delivering things that agents could take and use in their business instantly. Uh, we have a huge, uh, I have a, um, a growth kit that I send out occasionally, and it's got things in there like drip emails that are, are getting 30 to 40% open rates, um, uh, you know, different Facebook ads and marketing techniques and call to actions and really good um, marketing systems and techniques that agents can take right away, download, you know, grab and start implementing. And so I thought that's going to be more organically attracting to, attracted to us versus us just hammering, hey, join Platinum Living Realty, you know, join us, join us. And so I realized that those messages are so uh, ubiquitous that I thought we got to start providing a real value where people can push a button, they can look around and go, wait a minute, I can swipe this without actually being obligated to do anything? Like, that's amazing. And that's what we started doing. So that's where it really started to, to get uh, legs. And then really from there, it was our agents. And we don't really push with our agents to recruit. I'm not, I, I, that's not their job. Their sole job is to build their business, build their systems, and sell houses. And so their job isn't to recruit. But what's happened is that the, because of the culture, which I'll let Michelle talk about, they're just out there being our evangelist, just telling people, man, you guys got to join. This is an amazing culture. What we have and how they grow and what they offer is just crazy amazing. So when I hear that and see that, it's, it warms my heart because that's really what I feel that I have always been talking about. But as we know, third-party social proof is much greater than, you know, much more powerful than you telling, you know, you know, screaming your own story versus somebody else screaming your story. But the culture, I'll let Michelle talk about that. That has really been a big piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the culture has sort of been something that we've really focused on bringing in the right people that do fit our culture. And one of the things that we were adamant about having in our culture is camaraderie and sharing and caring about others. And we've also instituted a WOW program within the company where a lot of times with agents we don't get to see them every day or sometimes even in a month we don't see them because 
as agents, they tend to be very independent, and they're out doing their thing. They don't necessarily come to the office. They don't attend a lot of the company events, but we still want them to know that while we don't see them, we are paying attention, and we care about them, and we know what's going on in their lives. So we make sure that we really um, maybe stalk their social media, if if you will, to find out what's happening in their life. Maybe there's Maybe they had a death in the family. Maybe they've had a milestone, um, something significant happened in their life. Well, we make sure we're paying attention and just recognizing those things um, from afar, even if it's just sending something to their home because we haven't seen them, just to let them know, hey, we're here. You're still part of our company. We recognize that you're out working hard, and we do appreciate you and we care about you. So I think it's also really making sure that everybody feels that they are part of this culture, whether they're here on a daily basis or not. And when they walk in the office, they, are, they feel welcome. They feel that this is a happy place to be. Um, from my own experience as, a, you know, as, as an independent agent for years, I always felt that regardless of where you're at, in being um, certain companies, you walk in most of the time when you walk into a real estate office, it's very it's an independent. You are a self-employed person, and everybody runs their business how they choose to. So there's not you, you don't necessarily have that uh, social interaction or that camaraderie or that just being able to sit down and talk with another agent and feel like that you can bounce things off of one another. And that was something that Jay and I wanted to make sure happened in our company that that other agents do feel that they're welcomed with open arms when they walk in the door and they don't feel like if there's a question or if they run into something on a listing appointment or they've got a situation with a buyer that that they can't talk to another agent about it. We are very adamant when we bring agents on board that everybody must play nice in the sandbox here. That's just a really important piece of Platinum Living Realty. And I think that that has gone a long way to making our culture great and everybody feels very happy to be here and everybody is nice to each other and that is very important. Well, yeah, to sounds- expand on that, yeah, to expand mm-hmm. on that is uh it, you know it's interesting when we first started this I don't I mean, we we always had core values and we always knew what we liked and we wanted but I don't think we did a great job of scrubbing people through that core value filter uh until we were until we had that aha moment where like wait a minute the only way this works is to make sure that we scrub people through this filter to make sure that these people are truly uh, an embodiment of our core values, and that they do, uh, uh, you know, show and and live the core values that we really appreciate. And so, one of the things that we we uh, decided to do was come up with our core belief. And the core belief of our company is that the size of the circle that you give through is proportionally the same size of the circle that you receive through. So that is really kind of the crux of the of our core belief. And so, as we coach and train and we help agents, it's not about this position of scarcity. It's all about the abundance, and it's about sharing, and it's. You know, I always say, hey, the, the levels of, of uh, the things that you, you have to acquire to be uh, considered at our company is you have to be legal, you have to be ethical, moral, you have to be a good person, you've got to share. And yeah. those are the, I mean, I know they're five, they seem like kind of baselines, but you'd be shocked. And, and that's just the, the, the entrance. And then, you know, if you have that giving heart, if you have that ability to be able to share and to, be, uh, to help people, it just comes back to you 100 times. Yeah, Definitely. And we've seen a lot of that through some of the philanthropic um, events and and charity things that we've contributed and participated in. Our agents go above and beyond to get involved and contribute. We did a water drive over the summer to um, get water bottles, cases of water, um, I'm sorry, cases of water bottles for the homeless. And our goal was to collect 10, um, was collected, was, I'm sorry, our goal for the event was to collect 2,000 water bottles that um, went to the Phoenix Rescue Mission, and 
by the time it was by the time the event was over, we had collected over 10,000 water bottles, and that was really a huge um, participation on from our you know contribution from our agents. So it's we see how involved and how caring these people are when we do run events like this. It really does shine through. So if you could offer other brokers some advice when growing their businesses, what would it be? I think my advice would be uh, if you really look at who your consumer is or who your client is and you build your brokerage around solving uh, a problem or solve, being a being – a, uh, you know, just solving an issue that they have. I mean, one of the things that we talk a lot about our agents is that, you know, we're not necessarily real estate agents. We're, we're marketer of solutions for people looking to buy and sell real estate. And so when you think about that and you, and you, you embed that into your head and, and, and a brokerage needs to think about that and says, okay, what can I – I know the Department of Real Estate says that you're a licensee and you have to hang your license with a brokerage. Well, in Metro Phoenix area, there's 3,500 options that you can go to as a brokerage. And so why would you come to my brokerage versus go to anybody else's? Like what are, what's uniquely beneficial about going to your company versus somebody else's? And so we really were able to identify that with our uniques. And I think that's the thing that I would uh, at least um, give advice to is that build and create unique selling propositions around why your brokerage exists and how it can help your clients. Because if you're simply just going to be you know, a, a brokerage for somebody to hang their license, then it's just a race to the bottom. Right. Then it's just going to be based on the you know the cost and the fear are only present in the absence of value, right? So they're just going to look at price and cost and go, okay, what's you know who's the cheapest? Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I recruit agents that are on way cheaper programs or companies than me, um, but they see value and they see the benefit of growing their system and their business versus just having a job, you know, living paycheck to paycheck on the income roller coaster. Yeah. Michelle, do you have anything to add to that? The only thing I would say is that when you're, if you're starting a company and you're going to start it from ground zero and, and build it, I think having an amazing support system and a support staff is critical. I mean, what we couldn't do what we do without the amazing support staff that we have. So I think getting the right people to help you behind the scenes is crucial. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you both for your time, and congratulations again on being named 2020 Game Changers. Thank you, Tracy. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah.